Bucket of kimchi. Bucket. Bucket of kimchi. A balagoo. That bucket of kimchi fell right out of me. And so I have fond memories yeah. of that place and then went there with my wife for an anniversary celebration. Mm-hmm. Was it loud? I don't remember. Because you lost your hearing and your memory. I Well, lost that bucket of goo right out of me. Yep. <laughs> it's a hard time for everybody. Well, it, it's not that hard. No. We move on, don't we? We sure do. I think do. that's the point. We move on. Dot org. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Give now to Planned Parenthood. Get on to what really matters. Yep. I think Barbudo was fine. It's fine, right? Did it change things? I don't know. Uh, No, I mean, for that, who cares if it did or not? Fine. I mean, it it employed people. Yes. It gave people a place to go. To eat chicken. To go spend their money and eat chicken and feel like they're in the fucking cool kids club. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm being a massive hypocrite. You know, that I have yeah. I have restaurants that I love. I have I will sometimes pull strings to get a table at a place that I can't probably couldn't otherwise Where get have a you table. Pulled strings go. Top 3 places. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk. I don't want to <laughs> blow up my spot. I know I'm being a hypocrite. I'm just like enough already. Enough. And you know the pro- what the problem is, how I can keep my side of the street clean is I can mute or unfollow mm-hmm. about 100 people whose content makes me want to stab them to death. Yeah, you could just mute the word Barbudo. Yeah, or just the people. I was reading the Allison Roman uh, profile in, I think it was Elle magazine the other day. Uh-huh. Um, and she was like, she's like, I don't, she's like, I, I've, I follow and mute like almost all the food people. She's like, I just can't, I can't, I don't want to. And I, th- I thought, does she follow me? And if so, have I been muted? Did and you I thought track? she probably doesn't follow me. Let's look it up right now. Uh, look it up right now. Um, but it was like, yeah, that's a that's an act of self care. She's like, I don't want to see and hear all your nonsense. The whole thing would be to like take all these fucking apps off our phones anyway, and just be like, well, live no, our lives. no, I don't like that. No, how would I have met you? True. True that. No, I don't. How do you know if somebody, like, I'm, it shows me that I'm following her. Oh, I have to look through my own followers. No, go to her, go to her profile and it will say follows you. It it doesn't say that. She doesn't follow you. No, I don't think that's how it works on, I'm looking at Instagram, not Twitter. Oh, all right. This is great. We'll edit all this out. great content. She doesn't follow me. So that makes it easier. I don't have to worry about being muted. Yeah, so she hasn't muted you. Yeah. Uh, Do know that I'm going to immediately ask her why she doesn't follow you. I'm going to fucking kill you. Please don't. Please don't. I don't know her. I I, I like the kind of work she does. Don't. Please don't put me in. Ask her why she doesn't follow you. Make it your problem. Uh, I think she does follow me. You fuck you. (laughs) Wait. Well, she did. I'm certain she's muted me. Let's find out. Not on Instagram. Who follows me on Instagram? I'm going to open up this Roman. bubbly. You think it's safe? Follows you. She does follow me. Because you have shit to say. No, you? she just wants to make sure that I'm not saying shit about her. You which I don't. I don't pot. care. I don't care. She's fine. Yeah. She's fine. Good for her. She's doing her thing. I'm going to ask Allison Roman right now. <laughs> Hi. Please Hi. don't pull me into this. Heard 
about red? Can I just say red? Yeah. Okay. Red, your great profile in L. In yes, L. I'm nodding my head. In yes. L. Just checking. Dot, dot, dot. Do you keep me muted? <laughs> Three question marks. Great. For urgency. Good. And good. neediness. Let's keep. Uh... Great. Let's find out. Allison Roman, have you muted me? We know she doesn't follow you, Lori. Yeah. Well, yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't follow you. I'm gonna At least Twitter, not on Instagram. But yeah, I'm check sure Twitter. she doesn't follow me on Twitter. Check Twitter. All right, let's find out. This is scintillating content. We should have her on and ask her why she doesn't follow you on Instagram. If she doesn't follow us, why would she want to be on this podcast? Have you seen her promotion? She's in business. Yeah. It's not a shot. Yeah. It's not a shot. No, I know, but she like, has, why would... She has a living to make. I know, but do you really think that... Uh, she doesn't follow me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> why would coming on this podcast move the needle in a positive direction for anyone is what I'm trying to say. It's helped so many people. How many it's cookbooks true. did we sell for? Priya. For Priya. We got Priya on the Today Show. Priya was on the Today Show because yeah, of us. Totally. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're, we're a star making. We're star making vehicle. This is yeah. a platform That's for true. success. Look at... Look at what happened with Griffin Newman. Griffin Newman, his show continues to air episodes. The, the tick got canceled. Oh, <laughs> didn't get renewed. Right. So Sorry, there's a Griffin. great example. Griffin, we love you. Romilly, you are your own person, mm-hmm. and not just your brother's sister. Yeah, you're talented, mm-hmm. and you're 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 taking off. Look at what happened with Samina after she came on <laughs> and hugged my children. Yep. And ran around the room to hug them. Yep. Gave them high fives. Yeah. And big group hug. Look at yeah, what happened to her. she became a time person of the year. Time. She is the time person of the year. Yeah. Oh, is that right? No, she's top One of, like 100. Yeah. 100 people but because who of your you children. should give a fuck about. Yeah. Well, I don't, no, I don't think it's my kids, but I do think it's this podcast. Hmm. These are things. Right. These are You're things. Right. They are things. They are things. These are things, things that, that happened. A, that is a Some people's shows didn't get renewed. Mm-hmm. Some people... End up in Time Magazine. Yeah. Carb face. It's like a, it's like a magic eight ball. Mm. If you don't know, like, are we going to make your career or destroy it? Right. Or is it going to move? Not at all. Has Alison Roman. Alison Roman has you? not responded. So I'm. She's probably having lunch at Barbudo. Uh, someone did like that tweet though. About what you just yeah, said. Yeah. 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 Somebody who works at Microsoft. Thank you, Microsoft. Yes. We'll take sponsorship. Get back to work. Microsoft, sponsor us. Yeah. Are they even a company anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're real big. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They didn't merge with... uh, No, 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 no. No. They're just big. Okay. Lori. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yes. I did not prepare you for this. You want to go through your list first? Yeah, my list is is honestly short. I mean, there's... there's, it, It looks long, but there's one item that's really kind of taking up the whole thing. Let's go. All right. So I have a new segment idea. Mm hmm It's called... No further questions. Okay. And I feel like, and I feel this way because you said so earlier, I yeah. feel like you were born for this segment. Oh, wow. And what this segment is, is just... I don't remember saying this, but yeah, go it's ahead. It's just stupid hot takes. Okay, great. And you and I may agree on some of these things, or we may disagree. Mm. And when we disagree, 
that's where the comedy happens. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Right. Or maybe that's just where we scream. So I have a couple of statements that I feel strongly You've about. You've prepared these. Yes. Okay, I haven't yeah, prepared yeah. anything. And Keep going. And I want no further questions. Okay. Although, honestly, I will take questions on any one of these sure. statements. Um, people who like microwave popcorn are or have been Scientologists. <laughs> Should I? Do you have to say no further questions? No further questions. Okay. Should I keep going? I've got a list. Please. It's not that long. Please. Okay. Uh, if everyone who had a food tattoo donated half the cost of their tattoo to their local food bank, we could turn the food insecurity problem into an even larger obesity problem. No further questions. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's one from the... Uh, from because of, of my medical degree, I know this. Uh, the best breast implants are made from canned peaches. No further questions. <laughs> Just pause. Just pause. Okay. Just pause can and you, don't say no. Can further. you say it? Could you say it again? I'm not asking okay. a question of it. I would just like to. Okay. Wait. Let me make it a command. Please repeat. The best breast implants are made of canned peaches. The worst breast implants are made of prunes. <laughs> I do. I do have questions. It's not. It's not challenging. Okay, I'll it's take clarification. I'll take a few questions. Clarification. All right, Mr. Thornton. Thank you. Uh, the peaches. Yeah. Are they whole or are they sliced? They are. Have. Halved. They're halved. Yeah. Okay. What? Another question? Yeah. Sure. I'll allow one more. I'll allow. Ooh, I got a couple. I'll allow another group of questions. Heavy syrup, light syrup, water. Heavy syrup. Packed in heavy syrup. Best viscosity. Yeah. Most. You're not lifelike. Ro- First of all, doesn't matter. Yeah. But you're not wrong. Yeah, I know. I have questions about the prunes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Clarification. Mm-hmm. Clarification. Sure. Questions only. I'll allow it. Individually wrapped or in a box? It's a box of prunes. Mm-hmm. It's a cellophane bag of prunes sure. that's been warmed in the microwave by a Scientologist, <laughs> molded into a breast shape. It's Ooh. not great. It's your low cost option. It's your mm. it's your pine box. Mm-hmm. If this breast implant were a um, coffin, yeah. it would be a pine box. Okay. And honestly, very, if you yeah. yeah, if you use it, if you actually surgically yeah. implant it, you will probably die. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, great. Thank okay. you. I've got, I've got a few more. Thank okay. You. Did you know this is this is a question, but it also requires no further questions. Did you know that today in today's restaurant world, most of what you think are sweetbreads are actually made of tofu? No further questions. <laughs> uh, okay. This is a personal. This is about a person, and I'm all right. I'm just going to say it. Mark Bittman is actually a sweat sock full of parsnips. <laughs> No further questions. Uh, this is the last one. This one girl I know put candy corn and orange soda in a blender and then she died. No further questions. I think it's tremendous. Yeah. So, you know, if, if people have statements they would like, would like us to examine, uh, email us, carbfacepod at gmail.com, at yep. me at Twitter, carbfacepod. Yes, please. Or uh, hit me up at the in, at the Instagram DMs, uh, also at carbfacepod. Uh, I had a no further questions on directed at me. 
uh-huh. on Twitter. Oh. When I asked the question, mm. <laughs> because it's the most trolly question. Yeah. I don't care about anyone's responses. Sure. I don't. I'm assuming you read none of them. I read all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> read all of them. Yeah. Liked some of them. Uh-huh. Did not like others. It just ignored? Ignored. Would, yeah. Maybe missed. Why doesn't Twitter have a downvote option? Uh, can't answer that. Yeah. Can't answer that. They're too busy ignoring white supremacists so, yep. to deal with that. Here's a question. Yeah. You're on a cruise ship. First of all, that should have clued people in. Yeah. <laughs> Two. I don't mean any of this. Sure. And anybody who responds is garbage. Of mm-hmm. course, they're not. They're lovely people mm-hmm. who respond. Many lovely people. Jennifer mm-hmm. Hess responded immediately. My mother. Your mother. We'll get to your mom. <laughs> question is you're on a cruise ship with all the chefs in the world can you imagine the sewage coming out of that place just Just so much anger and coffee the tears tears does cocaine do you poop out cocaine um yes thank you (laughs) i don't i don't think you can urinate it maybe you can maybe it's both it comes out your pores great i don't know just all of that just being flushed into the ocean think of the toxic stream following that cruise ship it's sinking though yeah okay it's sinking yeah you can only save one chef who do you choose the answer is and only one person got to it about 48 hours later of Mm -hmm. would never go on a cruise (laughs) that's that's the correct response is no yeah Thank you. Lots of people. Who do you think won? Who won? Uh, it was probably a woman. I know somebody said Reed Drummond. Uh, I know somebody did say Reed Drummond. I know they're uh, maybe Guy Fieri. Lots of Guy Fieri's. That got to the no further questions. Okay. So first response, um, and I forget her her Twitter handle now because she's changed her name several times. But Anna uh, said. Guy Fieri, no further questions. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. Or I will not be taking questions, which I feel is in the same family. Yeah, absolutely. Same family, yeah. Guy Fieri. But Guy Fieri got a lot. Okay. Samin, many. Of course. Many. Who yeah. do you think they got? Who who got the most? He's very popular right now. <laughs> oh, God. He's yeah. saving the world. Oh, Jose. Jose Andres. Chef Jose Andres. All right. Chef Jose Andres and someone wrote, and God bless him, because I think they they truly meant it, mm-hmm. uh, sincerely. Uh, save him, and then he'll figure out a way to save everybody else. That is not the premise. No. The premise no. is everybody dies. Yes, yes. Except for one person. Chef Jose Andres cannot save everyone. It's not his goddamn job, and honestly, he's not God, so he can't right. do it. Right. Please stop fucking with my dumb Twitter question. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Stop hijacking my Twitter question when clearly it's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. You're so mad. So mad. I wasn't. I don't care. I don't care. Lori, I love your list. Thank you. Love your list. Can I just impromptu some things? Yep. Yep. uh, No further questions and we'll see if I can do it. Yeah. I can't do it. It's hard. It's not. Oh, here's one. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, Burp out me. the bubbly. Yep. Grapefruit water. Chicken 
is gross. <laughs> no further questions. Uh, chicken is or can be gross. Thank you. Like, you have to really... You really have to cook it correctly. You have to work around a lot of mental gymnastics to... It's... It's a... It's gross. Yeah. Raw chicken. I'm fine with that. It's the cooked chicken. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The skin is either the best thing ever in the world or like a horrible... Chicken thighs. Oh. Love them. Uh, Mmm. Chicken thighs. The worst cut of the chicken that we are trying to convince ourselves are the best. Disagree. No further questions. Disagree. No further questions. That's not a question. No further questions. (laughs) See, I've given you this power of no further questions, and now you're just going to, (laughs) like, shout everything down. I don't know how I feel about that. I have to reel it back Here's what I'll say about chicken thighs. Okay. Everybody says they have the most flavor. Yeah, if you like garbage chicken, they have the most (laughs) flavor. But... Per, per my previous statement, chicken is gross. Okay. Do I eat a lot of it? Yes. Why do I eat a lot of chicken thighs? Because they're cheap. Yeah. That's why I eat a lot of chicken thighs. Mm. I can get a lot of farm-raised, packed in, horrible conditions, eat those chicken thighs cheap. Yeah. Even if I get the ones that had space to go outside and run around. Yeah. They're still much more inexpensive. Yeah. Why than is anything that? else because everybody likes the breast people are idiots it's all about the breast i, mean, I gotta tell you i like a chicken breast better than chicken thighs wow and that's you're where wrong. we are now you're wrong mm. <laughs> hmm? you're <laughs> you're right about your preference but your preference oh. is wrong oh okay yeah is it wrong for me yes <laughs> <laughs> now this is so i could have challenged yours I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the rule. I'm, make, I'm writing the rules as we go. So here's what I'm me. getting. Here's what I'm getting from it. Yeah. I can ask clarifying questions. Yep. I'm not allowed to disagree or challenge. It's uh, fine. No, I don't can. mind. You can. I it's, don't mind. It's better. It's better. Um, it's better comedy if you disagree. I, hey, can I give a quick update? Is, yes. Did you hear from Allison? Allison Roman? has not responded. Oh. <laughs> I mean, breaking news. Couple silence. things. Couple things. She could be working. Sure. She could be working on a new photo shoot. Yeah. She could be working on a new viral recipe. Yep. She could be... Traveling. Having a life. Yeah, she could be taking a nap. She could be doing self-care time. Yep. She could actively ignore me. We don't know. Yeah. All right. All of these things. All right, what else? Uh, There's a new magazine called Crust Magazine. And uh, they reached out to me a couple months ago, asked me to write for them, and I was like, I don't have time for that but here are some writers that i think you should talk to who oh, are good. great um and i and you sent them to me and i said no yeah it didn't happen sent them to um on a when our our friend who is an academic yeah. who writes about food yeah. who sent us the amazing peanut brittle that her mom made mm-hmm. and i forget who else i suggested but i feel like everyone i suggested they contacted and they have this great and I think they had already contacted like Soleil Ho and yeah. John Birdsall and yeah. some other people and um, maybe Korsha. I can't remember. But, I think um, Korsha did a piece for them. So um, it's great. And uh, I think everyone should read it. It's always exciting to see that there's a new food publication out there. Um, you know, how these things ever come to be and can afford to stay afloat is a mystery for the ages. But they're trying. But they're trying. So 
good for them. And clearly they're paying because those are writers that yeah. get paid. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great. So, so Crust Magazine, magazine. Look, look down below uh, in the notes and I'll try to remember to include that link. Yep. What else? Uh, summer camp. What are you doing? I am not going to summer camp this yeah. year. <laughs> I told okay. my mom I'm too old. <laughs> Do uh, you hear that, Mrs. Wolliver? <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about her response. We didn't. We'll to get the, back to it. The cruise ship question. Um, I am sending my child to summer camp, and that's going to be fine. Uh, I was just thinking about my own summer camp experience, and I wanted to invite our listeners to also tell us. I don't want to hear about your happy. I don't want to hear about your happy summer camp memories. Okay, no happy ones. Yeah. I want to hear about your worst, most sort of category killing, never going to go back to summer camp, yep. summer camp experiences. All right. So uh, you can, a couple things, listeners. I am setting up a call-in line. What? <laughs> I'm setting up a call-in line. You can call in and share those with us. Uh, I'll insert it here with a cool robot voice. 646-397-3357. Oh, I love that cool robot voice. Cool robot voice. Actually, it's terrifying. Call in, or you can email us at carbfacepod at gmail.com with your stories. Please don't do a Twitter thread. It's too hard to follow. So those are your two options. You can email us at carbfacepod at gmail.com. You can call the number, insert computer voice. 646-397-3357. And leave a voicemail. Um, if you leave a voicemail, you're giving us rights. And if you email us, you're giving us the right to share on, on air. And that's how the world works. Yeah, we won't use your name. Yeah, we don't have to use your name. If you want us to use your name, we yeah, will. Okay. But if you don't, tell us. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Let's talk about your mom. <laughs> Pat, here's the thing. She's not DM'd me, but she did respond in the cruise ship. Yes. In the chef cruise ship. Yes. It made me laugh. Oh, so good. Just a zinger. Do you want to say it? No, you you read it. I don't I don't I don't have it in front of All me. All right. Let me look it up. And just as some background in case you haven't followed the fascinating saga, she uh so at our former guest Adam Reiner Resto Festo who has a website called Restaurant Manifesto uh posted a few weeks ago saying something like fiddlehead ferns are bullshit. They're like, you know, they're like garbage green beans. I hate them basically and she responded fiddlehead ferns are delicious and you would know that if somebody cooked them for you correctly or something that was just like just real like brought shut the, the heat fuck up. in a way that was like okay she really stood up for fiddlehead, fiddlehead ferns, ferns. Yeah. yeah yeah somebody has to yeah. so on my tweet of uh you're on a sinking ship filled with all the chefs in the world you can only save one who do you choose and why she responded me because i can prepare fiddlehead ferns yeah pat you're killing me it's so good it's so good yeah pat if you would send us your recipe for fiddlehead ferns let us know how to prepare them we'll feature on an upcoming episode of carb face that is a challenge pat to dm me dm me pat make it happen i know you listen to all of these come on let's have a relationship let's go (laughs) oh god yeah I got to give it up. I got to give it up. And when I said somebody say, yes, Pat, drag him queen. Yeah. I was like, who, that was JT. who is she dragging? 
Is she dragging Chris? <laughs> no. Is she dragging Adam still? Uh, Adam, for sure. Good <laughs> Adam, job, who JT. Was already terrified. Already terrified he should of my be. mother. You know, and he I said to be. him, if you guys met each other, I think you would really get along. Sure. So But just don't come at her with fiddlehead ferns. I mean. Yeah. Shocking to me. Shocking. Because as I said before, I, that was not something that was on my no. table growing no. up. I mean, or if it was, you, I certainly did. You never pay. ate one of her fiddlehead ferns. No, I don't think so. Maury, no. my stomach is growling. Okay. Constantly. I was not hungry okay. when we started. I am now hungry. It's we the bubble water. Have, yeah. We don't have food. So if people hear my stomach growling, I just want people to, I want them to know. Fax listener. a salad. Fax us a salad, please. Do you know what I did? What? Here's my new, here's my cooking tip because <laughs> this is a food show. Uh-huh. Let's say you're kind of a chunky dad who needs mm. to lose weight. Mm. Like, just needs to. Could go to the gym, doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, chooses not to. Sure. Uh, feels a lot of anxiety about how he would. Does he have a membership at the Y? Of course. Of course he does. Mm. In Summit, mm-hmm. New Jersey. So nice. Mm. So nice. Going to a very nice workout area. It's very cool. It's like a two-story thing with open air. Blah, blah, blah. It's in an old building that they've refurbished. Do, do I, have I been there? Yes, a few times. Okay. okay. Could I just go and park and then go in and work out? I could. Yeah. It feels like too much to me. I understand. feels like hard for me to process. Then how would I get to work? Do mm-hmm. I go home and shower? Do I share, shower at the gross Y? I don't oh, want to. I got to be honest. Yeah. We've, we've heard about my issues with urinating mm-hmm. at a movie theater next to a man eating potato chips. Yeah. I don't want to share that much space with a funk smell. And there is a funk smell. And that's nothing against the Y. There's a funk. I just, I I won't, I don't want to. I understand. Don't want to. It's a universal funk of every Y ever. Yeah. So there's that. Uh So I have to lose weight in other ways. Yeah. Could I go on a walk? Of course I could. Mm -hmm. Could I ride a bike? Certainly. Yeah. Or I could eat less. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe eat fewer calories. Sure. Yep. So here's my new go-to dinner. Okay. Roast vegetables. That's That's it. it? Here's where I treat myself. A little bit of aioli with some chipotle, um, ground up chipotle. Okay. Whatever. Chipotle paste. Yeah. yeah. There we go. That's the word. Mix that up in there for a lot of heat, mm-hmm. a little bit of fat, a little bit of oil to roast them. That's mm-hmm. it. Salt and pepper. It's great. Where are you getting your protein other times of the day? Eggs. The why? <laughs> the why. That sounds gross. <laughs> the glory hole at the why. <laughs> Dinner at the why. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Here all week, folks. Now, you both have said you listen to the podcast. Now, I don't know if that was just a nice thing that you said in your email because there will be quizzes along the way. Shit. All right? <laughs> so, number one, we love flattery. Like, it's the best. Like, oh. Yep. Uh, yep. I, as I wrote back to Lori, uh, I said, I don't know that they mean a word of this, but I like it. So, yeah. thank you. Thank yeah. you so much for that. Uh, uh, hi, Lori. Hi. Hi. What are you doing? Well, I just was going to say that, I mean, this 
appearance on Carb Face is going to move the needle for your, like, get ready to sell out of your first printing yeah, of your book. There's like, a Carb Face bump, right? Oh, yeah, there's you such get the a bump. Carb Face oh, bump. It's yeah. like Today Show, Good Morning America, Carb Face, all kind of on the same plane. It's all there. So get it's ready to yeah. blow up. So it's a good use of your time, I think, yeah. is what Lori's saying. <laughs> yeah. Great use. <laughs> Great I'm use here. of your time. Before launch. Yeah, yes. Especially, exactly. Where else could you be right now? Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. You have to be here. So your book so, goes on sale tomorrow. Is that right? Correct. Okay. Right. So when this launches, it's it's out. So don't wait, everybody. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get the book, but we'll talk about the book in a second. Lori, are you yes. okay temperature-wise? I'm so good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. All I was right. complaining about being sweaty, but I think soon it'll be very cold in here, and then I'll complain about okay. that. Well, so, great. Yeah, good. It's fine. Uh, now, you wanted to complain about your non-dairy creamer as well? Oh, so bad. You're welcome. The, uh, it's... Irish cream flavor. Ooh, I was going to say, is it mint flavor? Yeah, it's not anything. I bet it's left over from like a uh, 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 St. Patrick's Day celebration. You think? Yeah, you're welcome. If this is what constitutes a celebration, uh-huh. I'd say cancel the fucking holiday because it is <laughs> trash. What's Let's acknowledge and interact with our guests. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hello, guests. Let's do that. Hi. Can you both say hi? Hi. <laughs> All right. Can you get closer to your mic? Can you guess which one is older? I, I'm not getting enough on you. Hold on. We'll do it in a second. Testing one, two. Paul Rudd is the oldest. You're Paul Rudd. Too. Are you Paul? I, I'm very close to Paul Rudd. Really? Yeah, I How think do, so. What does that mean? Age-wise or emotional? Or? Paul, Paul Rudd is 75. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like he's 40, which is great. Yeah. No, Paul amazing. just turned 50. Yeah. He just yeah. turned 50. Uh, we tell us your name. Matt Lee. Matt Lee. The, the two names right there. Matt yep. Lee. Got yep. it. All right. And you Ted are Lee. Ted Lee. Again, yep. two names. How would we know you? Uh, we, um, up to this point, have been known for our freelance writing um, for various organs, but also our hardcover Southern cookbooks. Yeah. We grew up in Charleston, South Carolina, and so have um, mostly been grooving on that. Um, but not exclusively. If you read our early work in the I early did. 2000s, I did. you know that we've you know, done other stuff, like gone to New Zealand. All right. Well, that's a brag, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, check yeah. him out. He's the, he's the older brother. Is did he? You, did you need to guess? No. Well, I just don't I want to be containerized. You know? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I'm not but, just in your southern <laughs> bucket. <laughs> well, okay, but oh, all right. I do have a southern bucket. Do I you, you do know mm-hmm. who else is in there? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I lived in Atlanta for a short amount of time, oh, so there are nice. many people in my southern mm-hmm. bucket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's what are you looking at, Laurie? <laughs> what do you th- what do you want to say about Laurie? I haven't seen Laurie in so long. I know, right? It's yeah, been it's crazy. Like, I want to say, and a now decade. you're across the table. I know, it's crazy. It's awesome. It's well, thank you. I what try. were you communing about back then? It was you were no, complaining we were, about. No, some we were probably gig. stressed out about getting a cocktail. No, definitely. We were probably <laughs> yeah. at the end of the bar. Yeah, yeah. I were, had like six were, cocktails in my hands. Mm-hmm. It was like, where's number seven? Well, the bar <laughs> will close at some point. Yes. So yeah. load up. And, and then I will. Bone dry. Bone dry. I yeah. don't want to beat around the bush. Yeah. Oh, no. no. Yeah. yeah. You, you are that. a listener or something. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No No longer drinking. So it's like meeting you guys for the first time. I have no memory <laughs> That's right. of any of our interactions. This is what we kind of look like. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 
I remember going you look to your. Great, by the way. Thank you. Uh, I remember Sobriety going to really your no, house. You. Well, keep going. Keep loading okay, her yes, compliments. She I'm, loves it. I don't. Yeah, she loves it. I don't. It. I know. I was, ten years. I will remember it, and then I will think about your it later. But tone. right now, it's making me so uncomfortable. Okay. Um, I remember <laughs> that you guys had a too. thing where you were like really living small, like buying stuff in large, large quantities, like ten pound bag of lentils. Am I right about this? Uh, this is yeah, like a like, wisp of like memory. Like shopping at Hunts Point and stuff yes, like that. Yes. Yeah, we love we always loved doing that kind of thing because as anyone who's been a freelancer ever knows mm-hmm. that sometimes that it, it takes that, you know, corporate overlord like mm-hmm. 90 days to pay you or at reimburse minimum. your expenses yeah. mm-hmm. and you it's really need to make the contract the, 90 yeah. days. Yeah. But yeah, so big bulk lentils yeah. um uh, big cuts of meat. Remember that story we did? <laughs> like every story we did was always inspired by being broke. How do we make being broke sound glamorous? <laughs> then, oh, we go and buy big cuts of meat. Wow! And this was back in a time early two thousands when being broke was not was not where it was at. Like in terms of food writing, like it was about golf courses and caviar and being yeah. broke was definitely kind of outside yeah. the box yeah there I were mean, contributing editor gigs back then oh right mm. right with the monthly those paychecks the mm-hmm. really wow. did you have one of those we briefly did at the beginning with were, travel and leisure oh very nice at the hippodrome um oh my god oh is that where you were yeah and right. i mean we didn't have a desk or anything right but, but you, had a you did have like a monthly option for your contract so and then nice. that disappeared and then you know, shred by shred, it was peeled back to like, you know, send us some pitches. <laughs> <laughs> or, Good luck. <laughs> or even, and then there was that thing Enjoy when it was the like, business cards. Um, uh, we were still on the masthead like 18 months later and we had ab- absolutely no contact whatsoever. And then this intern calls up and is like, hey, did you get a phone call? And you're like, no. And they're like, well, th- see, we're changing things around here. And you're like, yeah, I sort of guessed that <laughs> um, that's wow. how they announced that you don't work there anymore yeah. and, and, and then they're like e-sign document we, to like we, put the nail on the coffin we actually love, truly do not work here yeah. like we'd love to have you write for us here's what it would take we'll you'll do 14 posts <laughs> a month and we'll send you a check for 800 dollars. how does that sound oh my god sounds great yeah really really good publishing use of your time. is so glamorous well, I mean, it, it is an In interesting thing. It's like years, content. We can reminisce about the glory days of old ye oldie publishing. Yeah. Um, so we're still freelancers, and uh, in the spirit of the big bags of lentils, um, we have somehow figured out how to monetize our our war stories and horror stories mm-hmm. in publishing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, by doing this cookbook boot camp, we did the first one in 2013 for six chefs or beverage professionals, pastry chefs, whatever, at a time, uh, just teaching them in this intensive two-day workshop the standards and practices of cookbook publishing now. Um, but it allows us to just unload all all the bad things that ever happened to us in publishing, nice. and um, it's cathartic, um, and uh, people will pay for that experience. Do you still so. do it? Yes, yeah. every so, January in Charleston. So you don't want somebody like me, but who are you looking for to attend? I mean, somebody oh, with so money, we, I mean, sure. We, we will take bloggers, idiots, historians, take and other. Great, yeah. great, and other slash <laughs> yeah. idiots, so I could show up. For a lot of people, I think they come as sort of a challenge. It's like, I want to do this, but I really need to hold my feet to the fire and spend two days thinking about it yeah. in exclusion from mm. whatever the other thing is that distracts them, because there's a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and some chefs come to the table not knowing that it's actually not a money maker. And so there's there's that decision wow. to be made. I mean, wow. I, I do think that a lot of people, harsh reality. Yeah. Well, um, the harshest so we can, one is is this is the sort of conceptualization part of it where we workshop like, what are you going to do a cookbook about? Is this book about me and my cooking, or is it about the restaurant? Mm. Because a chef might not own that restaurant, and if the cookbook making process is two to three years. You might be tossed out before the cookbook oh. gets done, See, we, and then what happens? And so. we have case studies in all of these wow. realms to say, um, "Here's what worked, to, and here's what to didn't. say to a yeah. young chef who's done Top Chef or Chopped or something like that, and is feeling a lot of heat, like he, you know, he or she needs to do a book, and, and to just say, "Hold on, you might if if you're thinking about like, you know, paying your kids' college tuition, you need to think about getting your." feet on a place where you actually own the liquor license mm-hmm. okay you know mm-hmm. like that's maybe money. maybe don't work on the cookbook work on the liquor license first and once you get that and have some stability then you because i mean let's face it like Brilliant. restaurants but, are legalized drugs like so yeah. you know the the liquor license <laughs> is a thing um yeah. so you need to get that piece in place before you start thinking about can, can wow. we agree on something just because you've been on chopped you shouldn't have a cookbook is that okay to say can we agree on I that? I mean, so many but people come to it thinking, I don't know, is there a cookbook in me? And then they go through it and realize that, um, uh, you know, I don't need to write it. Mm. You know, I don't mm-hmm. need to do this. Right. You're doing God's work. Down, but I think you're <laughs> knocking people I mean, some, out of contention. No, Good job. But, I, but sometimes they but cry think, and, and there's a lot wow. of like, you know, tell us about you, you know, who taught you how to cook. And then right. it's like, well grandma's dead and and besides you know i really didn't like her and the, the tears flow and but she taught me wow. such valuable lessons and you know or what's the concept to for your, your book point, well i cook fresh seasonal local and i learned from my grandmother oh my God. it's like listen you got to go deeper like yeah, yeah because we'll can't. have six people around the table all saying the same thing and yeah. when they hear that everyone is sort of coming to it with the same thing they yeah. realize how much they need to you know, specify and to iron down on what is it that you can bring into this world. And to your point about Chopped, I mean, there's no one experience that can be defining or disqualifying. Um, you know, Chopped takes people from a variety of different, you know, backgrounds and things. And, you know, sometimes there's a perspective that comes into the arena where, you know, you think, well, I don't know, I'm not sure. But then you're like, oh my God, that's an amazing story. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, the good ideas totally come from out left field I mean mm-hmm. and from people of varying backgrounds and not necessarily ones who are chef, professional chefs but more like amateurs sometimes are you confused for each other all oh. the time yeah. Okay. by our parents yeah I mean, which uh, one are you which one are you that's fair now you're not twins there's an nope. older okay um, yeah two years older are you sure though two inches taller fair all right fair got it what's confusing is that I look younger Right, you do. Yeah, you're so young. Yeah, you're I actually, so I've young. actually lost more hair, he's which got is more gray hair <laughs> and fewer children. Which is, uh, <laughs> I've got three kids. He's got hence none. the vanity baseball cap. It's working for you. Right. Don't take it off. I do have to tell you, you look better than your brother right now. The baseball cap is working. Oh, <laughs> wear it. Well, I've got it's, my invisibility hat on. What it, What um, are you wearing? So I'm what wearing did you put a on? standard black catering beanie um, that the fancier catering companies in. Um, New York City prefer. And if you pair this, um, it's, what would you call it? It's like a, 
pillbox? I don't, I don't know. I, I guess, yeah. It's not cap. quite it's an a, imam's It has like an address. old, it has sort of a, almost like a military uh, affect to it, except it's very, like it's it's relaxed. It doesn't have the, right. the sharp it's, corners of a military hat. It's Do maybe a little bit pastry. It's pastry. Yes. It's also yes. the person cutting prime rib. At the end uh-huh. of this, uh, uh-huh. yeah. uh-huh. like that right. feels it's right. Deli. Yeah. I would like you to w- make uh, an omelet for me. It's catering. Right. Yeah, yeah, or like it's a so Houston steakhouse. Pair this with an ill-fitting white standard polyester chef's yep. jacket yep. Yeah. and black pants and like scuffed up black clogs. You can walk into any fortress building in Midtown Manhattan without going through the ID check. Wow. If you're rolling a proofer or carrying a couple of Cambros, like they'll direct you to the service entrance and you'll be good um, because that's invisibility. It's like you're with, you're with the cater team. Wow. You're so this is presumed how you steal. to be. This is, how you this is your authority. Oh, it's your authority. Wow. I, well, thought, see, I thought this is how you, it's like. Well, uh, it's two sides of it. It's, it's like. There's power in the invisibility, and mm. that's what sort of doing this whole book was about, was like trying to resolve those issues of like, about the invisibility. Why, why, is catering, why is catering something that seems so invisible, and by, by virtue of what it is, you're, you're making food for a celebration. All the focus needs to be on the celebrant ah, uh-huh. and not on the labor behind the scenes. Right. That's why there's a pipe and drape that hides all the labor from you, unless there's a tasting station sure. on the floor. Right. You know, unless there's a tasting station the on the floor. But even then, it's still like one guy, like in a clean jacket. Oh, man. Uh, we got the sterno but open, so but it did go everywhere. So we're going to pause and make sure no one catches on fire. Hold on. Wow. The okay? older brother. Yeah, <laughs> do you want to wipe off? Um, I just did. did it's no, you didn't. <laughs> the older brother busts out the props and everything goes to shit. Wow. Well, All right, let's keep talking. Proof that yeah. I'm amateur in catering because you can never open a single can of sterno without a second can because the oh, lip of yeah. one can opens, opens the other that. can. Right. And dum-dums that we are, we... Didn't bring that you used your food mill to open it with mixed results, but um, <laughs> I would say it was a mixed success. I'm I mean, it's, it's open. open. You used, it's, you know. you used an $115 yeah. food mill to but open so a cool 10 cent can of sterno and broke both. That it's just alcohol and it evaporates. Huh. Huh. So I don't need anything to wipe up. Oh, right. It's going to evaporate. Oh, wow. It's well, cool to the touch. Let's let Chris feel important. And um, and it's the key to restaurant quality food in New York City. Yeah, yeah make sure you're right on the mic. Are we still recording? <laughs> We're still recording, oh, yeah. even though oh, Daddy left the room to go get napkins. <laughs> oh, good. Now we can really play. <laughs> Daddy's away. <laughs> he really is in charge. But he's still back. Working. Daddy's back That's with napkins. So Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, See that that thing. Have where you worked it, in catering? The, have you? I have. Yeah. No, no, no. I've hired caterers. Uh-huh. And brag. Yeah, it's a total brag, isn't it? <laughs> I did work. It I is. Did it's work like the, it's it, a luxury product. It's yeah. Like yeah, saying um, I've, uh, I had I had my sweater custom, <laughs> custom shaved, sewn. custom sewn, custom shaved. <laughs> I had my chest custom shaved, uh, which is certainly where I put my money. Uh, no, I worked at it. I infamously on this podcast worked at a deli bakery in high school. Mm-hmm. 
and made the ham salad. Mm. And I'm not, I'm just not going to talk about it because it'll upset Lori so much. It actually makes me really happy. The other day, I just I thought about it and I smiled. Do you want to hear about it? The ham with yeah. the Give him a quick yes. and maybe you, pickles in it. You are a listener. And the golden raisins? No, the you're special, not a listener. <laughs> the nice try. special nice. ingredient. And, and you and I have had lunch together. <laughs> and you don't listen, but your brother <laughs> does. All right, the special ingredient, Lori, in that ham salad is... Strawberry gelatin. Bingo. How fucking Bingo. gross is that? Uh, and then also kind of great. Kind of great. I don't know. I would definitely try it. Yeah. yeah. So it's all it, it's all the the buttons of um, your processed meats, your bolognese, your mm-hmm. olive loaf, yeah, all that, skins right? And yeah, wrappers. skins and all that that you just can't you can't cut down anymore. You all right? You yeah, the toenails. <laughs> oh, toenail. Great, some toenails. Sure. Uh, and then mayonnaise, relish, and strawberry jello. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And you have to mix it up by hand. And by hand, yeah. And uh, preferably it's not with food service gloves on. Yeah. I probably didn't. And I don't think we had those back then. This was in the 1400s, 80s. This was in in the 80s yeah. late 80s so yeah we didn't no one cared about sanitation back then mm-hmm. not at all not in indiana what did i miss uh um, we were just about to start talking about you but oh, you came back so do you want quickly me to leave? I no can't. no I, we were talking about how matt the did the um rookie move of grabbing one can of sterno yeah you need two, two cans of sterno the lip of That's one opens, opens the inside of the, the inside other. other well so in, in spite of all that, you've written a book called Hot Box by Matt Lee and Ted Lee inside catering the food world's riskiest business, all about uh, non-rookie moves, or at least how you've become experts in, in what it means to cater or slash um, close to experts. Uh, attempted. So we've seen a lot in okay, catering fair, and we've fair. witnessed the experts in action and can kind of report back on what how, how right. they might do it or what we speculate about what what's going on but um it's just the beginning i mean this subculture hiding in plain sight is gigantic Mm -hmm. and there are so many topics there that we didn't even touch on in this 300 page book we could have done a whole waste chapter the waste is heroic i mean it's mentioned throughout the book but it deserves its own chapter um uh the the um, fact that it's a kind of a gateway for a lot of immigrants into this country to get into entrepreneurship and restaurant and other food service businesses yeah. simply because anyone can cook a large quantity of food in one's apartment and start selling that to friends and relatives. I mean, that's kind of the natural first step. I mean, mm. that's that's sort of the history of modern catering as we know it today of off-premise catering, which was the special sort of subspecialty that we dropped into, which is when the catering firm doesn't have its own banquet hall mm-hmm. mm. that, you know, when literally every evening is a different venue, a different menu. And, you know, there are some common venues, but mm. every night, you're rolling into a space that does not have a built kitchen, yeah. like a loading dock. No running water. No running water, no electricity, um, no HVAC usually. So, And then you build the kitchen on site. Between like 2 and 4.30 p.m. Yeah. And then you, with the understanding you got to scrap it out and wipe it down before midnight. Um, after and serving so after this huge event, people it's, commendable food. I mean, like, it can't be crap, you know, yeah. in New York City. Everyone dines out. Like, you can't do the rubber chicken thing here. Yeah. You, you can't have like the skins forming on the sauces. Like, it has to be, doesn't, I mean, it doesn't have to be Le Bernardin, but it has to 
approach that or want to yeah. do that, you know? So just to be clear, uh, the way it works is there's usually a, a kitchen that a caterer either owns or rents Correct. where things are cooked ahead sort of time. Of a prep kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's home uh, base. Variously called the prep kitchen, the production kitchen, the commissary. Um, there's a ton of them out we on call the West Side Highway, the prep yeah. kitchen. Like where the car dealerships are. In New York catering, you're, you know, it's as much a hauling operation as it is a food operation Mm -hmm. and that 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 adds a lot to the um calculus yeah it's more like mash like mobile army surgical hospital than it is like kitchen nightmares yeah so which one of these which one of you is hot lips (laughs) (laughs) which one was hot lips (laughs) All the cultural references I'm going to miss. Are you? Yeah, I, I was. Well, when you guys case, were talking about Paul Rudd, I was like, "Who's Paul Rudd?" I oh, just, wow! Wow! Yeah. No, who? What, what's going on with you? Hot Lips Hulahan, right? Thank hot you. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. she's beautiful. She's amazing. Oh yeah, she was like the whatever. She's like the one female on the show. Yeah. Well, she's the main. Yeah, lead. Yeah. Uh, so you got it. And was she Alan Alda's girlfriend? You know, she, she, was she her did own the rounds. She, she hated own, everybody. She hated everybody and she was might her have. own person. <laughs> she belonged to no one. She yeah. belonged to herself. Tough and that's show. how it should be. Um, what's your deal with culture? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. You know, I'm what married. It's funny. I, I'm married to a contemporary artist. And All so right. that's sort of. That's not an excuse. My I also grew up in a household that had no TV. Really? That's something to know. We did not have a television, and so it was a half truth. It's a it's a bizarre. Wow. What's the What's the other? <laughs> well, side our of the grandmother had H, had HBO, and oh, so we went MTV. to her house for MTV. Oh, um, yeah. Thank yeah, God for MTV. Um, well, then that's all you really needed, right? I mean, and we did have a television for times, but you know. But there was a house stretches. guest who came over that's how and I watched Mash and. Um, the Tokiatas came over and knocked it off the zenith off the thing and it rusted. And so oh. we literally didn't get another one until I was a junior in college. And God that happened damn. when I was in middle school. Wow. This is horrible. And, and, is really and that's feeling. the way that the way we got the TV back in the house is we had another house guest who was like, I can't believe you don't have a TV. It's <laughs> a shame to your parents. And they got one. Now, is this a financial thing? Cause no. I know sometimes in no. our house things no, are breaking. It's like, well, we're, we're no. not fixing that. No, we're kind of children of privilege. So oh, okay. privileged academics. Really? Is that what your parents did? Yes. Um, uh, they still are alive, and they, uh, dad is still Do. a medical professor okay. and liver doctor. Wow. Cute liver failure. Wow, wow, wow. He can hook Oof. up a transplant if you need one. Sure. Well, we know who to call. And uh, mom is a school head, which says a lot about us, that we're used to working or living with, you know, a school head type of personality. What is that? A headmistress. Okay. Yeah, of a, a, head of a, mistress. Like a private school. The, yeah, I think they've retired that term, headmistress. Really, school head. Well, my dad was Sounds superintendent so good, of our though. schools growing up, so really? I can relate. So he, we yeah, also really? owned a farm, so it was like we had both. Yeah, yeah. so it was yeah. kind of this. She's I would love to, to sort of gather together a, a group of people who suffered that thing. Yeah, all right. Is there sit- type A? Kind of. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's yeah, like yeah, controlling. Yeah. Who, the children like, or the parents? The parents. Uh-huh. They're mapping Rude. out um, interlocking networks of different constituencies, parents, trustees, Constantly. teachers, students. And yeah. just, they just love mapping that stuff out mapping and, and, and working yeah, it all. And dealing with it. Real and then, estate. Like, did you guys get death threats? We had death threats. Whoa. 
what? No. Unfortunately, okay. no. our mom no. Was, um, was struggling to find the job of her lifetime when we were in high school oh, and middle in school. Charleston. And then she found it at just the point when we had gone off to college. Well, yeah. you escaped so. the death threat, so congratulations. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry she, for you. Though. No, no, it's fine. Uh, just made me stronger. Um, let's <laughs> talk about some great stories in your book. Uh, okay. And one of the things that I immediate, I immediately identified with was the Rosalind Ballroom. And so you're going oh, yeah. into this event, and I'll yeah. let you tell the story. But, but <laughs> I, I participated, or no, I, I was at an event at, at Roseland, which is kind of midtownish, right near where Letterman used to be, right? Am I, do I have the right mm-hmm. place? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, right, near, right. right across the street where Letterman used to be, and I don't know who's there now, uh, Colbert. Um, and so not too far from where we are. And it's just this giant cavern felt nasty, but also wonderful yeah. at the same time. Kind of you, magical. And you, you guys go in and you start putting your, you put your things down on the ground. Yeah, the, f- the first thing you do as um, a kitchen assistant on a gig when you s- arrive at the venue is you check in with um, the executive chef's assistant um, who usually has your assignment mm-hmm. in a in a venue like that it's a little bit more chaotic um, so I was just finding the coat rack where the staff hangs their stuff and you I have was to preface the story by explaining what the um, what the event was what for. the event was it was the, the I mean it sort of dates it's the, it was the premiere of Wolf of Wall Street oh yeah so we were catering oh, my God. it was a buffet for 680 people um, and so there's probably 20, 18 to 24 people in that kitchen. Um, it was a buffet. Um, and so I walk in and, you know, I see my people and they're all, I'm usually late. So, um, there's my team setting up the proofers and stuff. And I walk in and I, I go to set my bag down and, and one of my colleagues on the team who I, I'd never met him. And he like rips off this plastic bag off the roll of plastic bags that we usually clear plastic bags. We usually use for recycling. And um, are you trying to do? Yeah, yeah, you were the Foley work. The Foley artist (laughs) with a haichu bag is phenomenal. Well done. Um, And so he hands me this bag, and I'm like, you know, it's the thing we usually use for recycling of deli containers and and foil pans. And I was like, no, 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 I'm I'm cool. And he's like, no, 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 cc ratones, you know, ratones y cucarachas. And oh shit! I looked over, and all everyone's belongings were in plastic bags hanging on a rail on the rail tied up because there were rats and mice and cockroaches everywhere Everywhere. (laughs) literally everywhere yeah 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 well it wasn't even a kitchen it was just like it's like it ended up tearing down that building or replacing it with a skyscraper (laughs) what i don't understand is i mean what i don't understand is like in that neighborhood you have like keen steakhouse you have like how does a kitchen how does like a real functioning kitchen there keep all that stuff out they don't (laughs) but that's the crazy thing is like here you have this incredible event the premiere of the wolf of wall street marco robbie leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. Matthew McConaughey, um, Scorsese, the, Scorsese, Jonah and Hill. you're, you know, it's like, don't look under foot. There was a funny <laughs> moment at that party because like everyone was going to be like, oh my gosh, because most of the celebrities had their own tables at that mm. party and they had a server assigned to each, you know, there were one or two servers assigned to each celebrity in their entourage. And that one was definitely getting more food. Mm. And um, everyone was like, oh, they're smoking weed, you know. <laughs> they're stoners. Yeah, they need another. Here, give them oh another platter of fried chicken. <laughs> now, were you a server or working in the kitchen? 
No, I was. We were on this book. We were exclusively in the kitchen. We never did the service. Got the cater waiter thing is really its own culture, but it's entirely mercenary. Um, those yeah. folks will work for different firms from one day to the next, mm -hmm. and it's already been and covered in popular culture. That, party, that show yeah, yeah, party yeah, yeah. down with yeah, Jane Lynch, and, yeah. and, and that was um, the other thing is like we Scott. we felt like the way we were introduced to the um, the culture of you know catering kitchens was through kitchen labor and we were interested in that side of it just mm -hmm. literally the logistics of how do you move food how do you move that. that much food out mm -hmm. like what mm -hmm. is simultaneous service what does that mean and how do you structure the delivery system of that plate you know 600 plates have to go out within 12 minutes you know it's not wild. so you, you talk about that for sure but then you talk about this phenomenal insane like art house event or art installation event <laughs> where it's this serpentine table, table yeah. and everybody is you and your partner are going to sit across from each, each other, other but it's really about life and so like you have to like split apart and like walk along these other sides and it's in the dark and you have to right. find your place on opposite sides at the table and the table, waiters are blindfolded so, and there's uh, a smoke machine God. Jesus Christ like, like just go home and masturbate in <laughs> or, or do it out in your living room like you take masturbate in your living room Right, sit on your kitchen floor and masturbate. Mix it up. But why do we have to have these things? Well, these, well so these that's insane the, events. The, the I think event designer who's uh, who's well known and who um, uh, had gotten to the point in this gala system that really came to rise in the 1980s. Like that whole idea of doing your annual gala and making it spectacular and even better from year to year and putting it in weird, stylish places like the Temple of Dendur. Um, uh, didn't exist before the 80s. But then I think by the mid, two th you know, 2005 or so, people are beginning to tire of it. And that, that imperative that you make it better the next year becomes mm. this catastrophic expression yeah. where mm. like it's an you're annual torturing fundraiser. everyone. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. It's an annual fundraiser that Jeez. these people, and you have to imagine the kinds of people who pay, you know, two or $3,000 a ticket to go to the, they probably have two or three of these events to go to a week, mm. right? Yeah. So you're trying, you as the event designer is trying to make it something that registers. Wow. Yeah. And that was a classic example of where, you know, I walked into that knowing, you know, the kitchen usually has no idea what's happening, but I happen to have a connection with the executive chef. So I did know the backstory on it. And I was just like, this is going to be a... First of all, it's going to be a logistics shit show. It's a laughable art concept. You know, I, I hang out with contemporary artists. I know what I'm talking about, you know. Right. <laughs> and, um, and it was literally like, I mean, it, from the back of house perspective, it was a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. But from the front of house perspective, the word of mouth was so good. They really? ate it up. It I mean, doubled attendance at the gala the next year. Wow. That's a wow. success. That's huge. That is huge. Like it went from 385 to 785 the next year. For a ticket? No, the number. So there were 385 guests the first year I worked that event. The next year I worked the event, there were 785. See, and it was all based on that 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 event that, you know, that like I was making fun of, you know, just like howling. Oh, on paper, it, it, yeah. it was It just so, sounded so bizarre well, and You absurd. talk about it in your book, Hotbox. One of the things that you say is like you start mapping out the time that it's going to take to do the runs, right, for the, for the service to 
get there, place, come back, and be ready. Right. And the number of people, I think you say something along the lines of basically some people are going to be on dessert while others are just getting their appetizers. <laughs> right. And it's just maybe not quite that bad, but pretty darn close. Like, just the number yeah. of people that you have to serve. Right. In, in the that number of people of you serve. You know, if, uh, the other thing that's, um, you know, this sort of mash unit thing is the site plan is everything. Mm. You know, what is the plan? Like where where is the kitchen in relation to the table so that we can calculate how long it takes to, for the server to walk from the kitchen to the table, yeah, yeah. and what does that round trip take? See, mm. in any other city in the world, um, a waiter would go out with a platter, a tray with like multiple plates on it, and then set it down on one of those like, you know, trains, stand. and then sort of do it banquet style. In New York, you can't do that. That's yeah. tacky. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it's tacky. So a waiter oh, really? in New York only carries two plates. Yeah, oh. and so it's this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's you rare. You, you know, if you're do doing a, if you're doing a know. seated plated dinner, the food has to be hot. It has to be fresh, and there's no and so that that literally from the moment it comes out of the proofer and down the assembly the plate assembly line to the floor, it can't be more than like you know a minute, two heat. minutes. Yeah. It's just losing heat every second that it's out on the floor. And these spaces aren't necessarily like the Park Avenue Armory is a sixty thousand square foot space. Like it's not. There's a lot of ground to cover. There's a lot of ground to cover. So, so this sounds like possibly the worst profession. <laughs> well, like, like the challenges are huge, and maybe so it's many not the people worst. have done it though. But and it's so hard. Like everything yeah, is working yeah. against you: time, temperature, temperature location, everything. assholes, yeah. uh, everything. inventory, the weather, supply chain. The weather. But that's why I think it's. It, it was. It. That's why we were drawn to it. Um, is like wondering. You know who would choose this as their comfort zone night after mm. night versus and the warm embrace of a restaurant like the brigade uh, i mean or har 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 yeah i mean but a restaurant is a different kind of, going of nightmare to the same but place the f- every night and having your station and sort of tricking it out the way you like it and having your special knife and stuff and I having mean, that just doesn't exist in catering you carry a generic knife because you don't that might knife might disappear in the fog of war. Yeah. And depending on what, what other events are on the calendar for a particular firm that night, you might be working with a team that you you only knew half of them. Mm. But yeah, like you might know you'd know your like lead chef and and his or her deputy, and you might know a few people, but there might be you know some hired guns in the that kitchen idea too. Idea of a Danny Meyer esque like you know perfect family. house, house and, and the family and humane and qualities cult, the and culture stuff totally evaporate in catering and so one of the you know more interesting interviews we did was with Danny Meyer and I love that that he it, expressed a somewhat something of a regret for oh having God, gotten, like he really didn't actually he, know everything that he was getting into that with was this one of business. the first um, interviews we did after we'd sort of been exposed to a little bit of this environment because we knew he'd done it because mm-hmm. I um, Evie and I got married um, in Brooklyn and we had Blue Smoke do family style barbecue for our wedding so I'd sort of had a connection there and so I said um, and a funny sort of thing from back of house perspective happened at my wedding that made me sort of want to talk to him um, and, and it was this <laughs> and that was this so it was family style service which I thought made things easier because I was so um, such a novice in all things related to catering, but it's actually really difficult. Really? Um, no, to I totally. I'm on your plat- side here. Platters of platters of food, serving platters of salmon. It's basically the old French style service mm. where you're serving from over somebody's shoulder, oh. and and 
and and then you can put it down on the table but a lot of times especially for older people you know like they have to do the actual serving of the oh, food don't from a platter you should have <laughs> done that. not to your do wedding that. so well, anyhow there's a platter of chili chipotle basted salmon hmm. um and uh someone was serving Ted's wearing a really fancy new um seersucker suit it was on sale, but it was the most expensive <laughs> item of clothing I'd ever gotten. It was an Etro suit, seersucker suit. And I'm at, you know, the groom and the bride are sitting together, and then there's one relative, and they're serving, I think they're serving the relative on the other side Too of Too much Evie. information, just get to the point. And right, like we'll edit the, the chipotle, the butter on the platter. The gravy. Mm-hmm. The gravy mm-hmm. on the salmon platter, the chipotle mm. gravy, orange. Like orange tinted blood, paprika down the back of the seersucker. It was like the size of a continent. Oh my god! It was was the state of Texas, I think. It wasn't that hot, fortunately. Um, Well, sure, yeah. But it was pretty family style. It was pretty dramatic. What I will say is that in the context of a wedding, like that's the last thing, like emotionally wise. It's just like, oh my god, that was so funny. You know, it it really was quite literally funny. It was so amusing. Captain swooped in, whisked off the jacket, put a business card for the fanciest dry cleaner in New York City. Marie's garment care pocket, and so. I mean, we confronted Danny Meyer with so the story. We, it's so funny how he's telling the story you about what happened to me. You confronted. But so, go ahead. I mean, tell we my had story. to, right? <laughs> and Danny Meyer's got his head in his hands listening to us tell oh. this story. Because and, the, um, the outcome of the story was amazing. So I went to go pick up the garment at Marie's Garment Care, and I almost didn't believe it. Like, I was on my yeah. honeymoon, and the phone rang, and it's like, hey, it's Maurice. Your jacket's here. <laughs> and I was like, my jacket, like... Oh no, I'm sorry. Like, and I was like, you got that? I was like, of course we got that out. And I was like, how? And he's like, that's, that's what we do. Proprietary information, you know, (laughs) but we have all the recipes. He said, he said, we have all the recipes. We know exactly what was in that. And your jacket's as good as new. And so I went to pick it up and sure enough, it was good. I've worn it 10,000 times since then. So we we expect, you know, Danny Meyer to to love that story, right? It's a happy occasion, right? He and puts like, his head in his hands. He's just like crushed. You shouldn't have had to him. pick up the jacket. They should have delivered oh it to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hospitaliano. Hey, yes. Danny, calm down. It's all right. It's all right. Guys, we're running out of time. Lori, what are Damn your it. questions? We edit well, out these little I, bits. I, I yeah, do not. You have to book us for a second I episode. I feel like, like we could sit talk all Lee day. Brother, shut the fuck up. Hey, it's hey, too hey, much. Hey. What? I do not want this day to end without us talking about the fact that you guys had the same nickname in the kitchen. Now, you are two Virginia. different people. You're not twins. Virginia. And you, it was the same boss that just called you guys yeah. both Virginia? Yeah. Yes. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Did it, was, it bother you? I so, it's hilarious. It was Juan and Jorge had worked, Juan and Jorge Soto, um, they're the, the, the brother act. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. it's another set of brothers. Yep. So. Um, they were either one or both of them were the lead chefs on most every event we worked. Um, you know, the I guess the the position would be sous chef. Mm-hmm. You know, the executive chef is also usually on site. Um, and uh, they'd done a wedding in Virginia mm-hmm. of of the executive chef of the firm at the time we started working. And it had been in Virginia, and he knew it. We knew him, and he knew we were from the south, and so that was our sobriquet. Was like Virginia, you know. Pretty good. I love it. And, and you know, we showed up so occasionally. It wasn't like we did uh, a month straight. Like mm. I'd drop into New York from Charleston for maybe a week and pick up three gigs, yeah. and then three months would go by and I might appear again. And so I did it more look, frequently. 
Um, but enough still, alike, like, I, I guess couldn't... that it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there is that character to whether you're a server or whether you're a kitchen, you, you sort of do work for a number of firms and you're sort of a mercenary and you just, you know, mm-hmm. if the booker calls and you're available, you go. Um, so I, but you know, for me, it's like, I live in New York. I probably could have gone and worked a party every night, but I just like, I'm 46. Some it's years okay old. It. It's a, we say our age is. <laughs> I'm approaching. Um, I, well, now I'm 47. I guess I was much younger when I started. But um, you know, like my body couldn't handle like yeah. being on on my feet. You know, usually I'd work a prep shift, then a fiesta shift, and then you know. Yeah. We were the slow working old white guys from South Carolina. So. Yeah, <laughs> Virginia. Virginia. My other question is: You brought a food mill. Mm. Um, what's it's actually up? not a food not mill. A this what is, is a catering it? tool that is so cool, and it's one of the many things that. All right, could it's cone shaped. It's got a giant nipple on the bottom. It's got a spring loaded thumb tab. It's a, a confectionery funnel, and oh. it allows you to drip sauce onto a series of plates without dripping in between. Oh, nice. So, so you the, fill this thing up with your sauce and you just press the button and it goes So no ladling, no slops. But I never knew. But in a main course plating line, you're stationary, right? And the yeah. plate passes underneath oh, you. Oh, really? And so you're just doing bump, who's, bump, who's, bump. What is there, a conveyor belt? Is somebody no, moving the No, it's not a conveyor belt. So you're moving the plate. You're, right to left you're taking left to right. your drop, putting it on the plate, and then moving it uh, on. And, it. and that's one of the stations like it goes... Usually it goes like the main protein, the starch. first side, the second, the, the main protein, starch, starch veg vegetable, mm-hmm. All right. mm-hmm. maybe starch, veg, then carne, protein, carne, sauce, sauce, garnish. garnish, plate wipe out to the floor. And it's just, and it's amazing. And I keep saying like, you know, We'd love we're on this, drone the drone, fo- the Ooh. first person oh, to get cool. drone footage of a, mm-hmm. a main course plating line at a really amazing event like Robin Hood. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Danny Meyer, please let us go behind the scenes. Danny Meyer, <laughs> you owe them more. They had to go. <laughs> oh my God, he jacket. Like that is shocking. The level well, yeah. of service you didn't provide, the least <laughs> the you trauma. can do is let them no, do that, Robin that, Hood. That, is that what you're saying? Robin well, Hood? Actually, so the Robin we were, Hood benefit is 4,800 people each paying $3,000. 4,400. <laughs> I'll correct you. 4,400 oh people. It's a, in the Javits Center. In and, the Javits wow. Center. And, and so four they divide kitchens. it into four kitchens. Wow. Yeah. Each kitchen is serving 1,100 plates, which means I think by math it's like there's six main course plating lines and there's two i think that are dev- devoted to vegetarian and the entertainment and is to watch you know, to watch that that Sh- level of um, mariah carey and yeah. what are what are some of the we deserve recently? drone footage of this yes. you know mars you know it's yeah, yeah. come on danny meyer um, Apologize. Well, he, well, it's a very secretive world catering, and it's yeah. for the most part designed to be invisible. Because mm-hmm. at a party, you don't want to kind of know yeah. about what's going on there, yep. and frankly, what they do don't you? want you to see it either. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of messy. All right, thank you, Danny Meyer, for saying yes to that. Uh, <laughs> any other questions? I think should we just go into lots of likes? Yeah. Well, let's go into candy and then lots of likes oh, if great. that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did you bring? You brought you brought some candy. I brought candy. Well, here's the thing. Haichu and I'm, Haribo uh, Happy Cola. All right, but you brought something. Love Haribo Happy Cola. Um, Haichu, I love. I brought, um, but I didn't manage to um, 
willpower is a really difficult thing yeah you ate for me (laughs) so i brought preserved tamarind candy from the dual mart a third of a Um, box yeah (laughs) and now it's a third of a box so if you'd like like some little jewel box just a few fingerprints on there it's like a little jewel box with um smushy uh sugary tamarind bits and it looks phenomenal and they're delicious very sour and very sweet tamarind candy tastes sort of like do you remember when you that instant iced tea uh, pre-sweetened mm-hmm. that um totally your mom made that. like yes. powder yeah but you'd always like lick yes. your finger and dick mm-hmm. your dip uh-huh. your finger in the powder mm-hmm. and lick it that's to me it's 90 percent of the experience of that. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and if you added chili powder to that 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 would be it what have that a kick at the end oh my it god it has a kick at then right that's phenomenal I also like that the box is totally bizarre, like heavy-duty plastic, like that you would buy like sewing notions or something <laughs> yeah. in, you or know? put an insect specimen in there. Yeah, yeah. And or get screws. P.S. A dollar seventy-five. I think I mean, it's fair to say I would have paid like five or six dollars yeah. for this. That's no superb. Best doubt. bargain in Thank New York. Thank you for that. Those sure. are wonderful. You're the first people to bring props in. <laughs> Thank I mean, you, but not the last. I apologize for not bringing well, in an entire hot box. Yeah, yeah. we're not. <laughs> if offended. we knew how fancy your home base was, we might not have. But um, it it we'd be intimidated. My home base. Wow. Um, this look at this, this, building. Oh, yeah, this yeah. building. Wow, welcome to Midtown. Welcome to Midtown. Hey, we've not addressed one thing before we go into lots of likes. What's a hot box? A hot oh, that's box a great question. Is, um, is New York's solution to doing restaurant quality cooking in a food inappropriate space. And it's a hack of a aluminum transport cabinet. It was never designed to work as an oven. But in fact, um, back in the early 70s, uh, Jean-Claude Nedelec figured out how to hack it with sheet pans of Sterno, mm-hmm. jellied alcohol fuel all over my jeans. Um, that passes muster with the fire marshal. I mean, it's it's this little fudge that, uh, with the no open flames rule, that allows you to both move the food to the site, you empty it, turn it into an oven, and then at the end of the evening, you shove all the ugly stuff in there, and it moves away like a refuse wagon. It's pretty brilliant. Pretty it's brilliant. Really cool, it's yeah. scalable. You can do that forty-eight. That's what they use to do the forty-eight, forty-four hundred people at um, the Javits Center, which is basically a blank cement loading dock. Um, or you know, on the grass in the Hamptons or whatever. I mean, it's very flexible. It's so badass and it's so New York to mm. do that. And mm. what we're curious about is, you know, will the shed, a purpose-built party palace, mm-hmm. cure New York of its reliance on the hot box? Because presumably there, Cause, they've got enough electricity to supply know. these electric convection ovens and stuff, which would mm. be kind of an improvement on that. Yeah. And my guess is probably can't no because people want it in their home they want to have events wherever they want to have events exactly right Uh, the book is phenomenal uh, and there's so many fun stories in there I especially like like the uh, the every time you're going through a service entrance especially in an opulent building it's it's pretty fantastic to see the uh, juxtaposition of what what actually exists behind the curtain? So it's it's uh, it's, it's some stories. Hotbox by Matt Lee and Ted Lee. Inside catering, the food world's riskiest business is is chock full of those stories about part of the catering catering world that um, most of us have only participated in by eating the great food. Um, but now we get to see behind the scenes as well. Let's go into lots of likes if that's okay. One of you knows what lots of likes is all about. The other one can just. Fuck off and you figure it out. <laughs> wow. I will. Wow. We okay. are hostile. Real feisty. Yeah. Real feisty. 
Uh, no, we want you to, okay, lots of likes, this thing, and we talk about what we like. What we like? Oh, great. It's, but it's rapid yeah. session, rapid fire session. It's right? very, very okay. easy. You really can't lose except can't by lose. not participating. Yeah, so if you don't oh, participate. Okay. The, the, here's how you win. Do something phenomenal. Like Joe Young from Washington uh, Post said, oh, mayonnaise Joe. sandwich. Mm. Okay. Mayonnaise sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Is it Priya Krishna? Priya Krishna. Priya Krishna said, ketchup sandwich. Yeah. Because that's mm. something that she grew up eating was this spiced ketchup. And she's like, I, I match you mayo sandwich. Again, yeah. they won. Helen Rosner uh, just blew us away with all of her brilliant things. What? What? You I match Priya and Joe with mint chutney sandwich. It has not started. Oh. You lose. <laughs> all right. No, hold on to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, and the other way you can win is by telling me to fuck off, which I've been oh. so op and, oh, wow. <laughs> openly hostile. <laughs> you certainly can do it. What do you like? Mint chutney sandwich. Tell us about it. Um, it's basically you take a roti bread, you slash it over the um, the flame. Yeah, you know, because you can't let it burn, but you want it warm. Right. And then you take the jar of mint chutney and just like two spoonfuls, mm. roll it up. Lunch. It's pretty I'm good. Into it. It's pretty lunch. good. Lunch. Yeah. Uh, you didn't win. Let's keep going. <laughs> All right, go. What What's do you question? like? Oh, the same what question. Do you like? Yeah. 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 Um, these days, I'm liking uh, the brine pickled brine left over in the hatch um like nacho um jalapeno slice yes. jar mm. i put about a half splash a half teaspoon in the bottom of my five o'clock wine glass like keep in mind i have three kids so we're about to eat dinner at five o'clock yeah. and then i wow. top it up with white wine or rose and it makes all the difference it's suddenly a cocktail it's got a little bit wow. of salt and some heat just like a splash just like a what? vermouth in the martini glass mm. with the white wine and from Costco and the yes. or the rosé that me. you're getting bored of and suddenly it has this quality and it evokes a little bit of a margarita and it's just great. I'm mouth wide open on that. Wow. That and that thing that's is going to so be Lori. I might start drinking we again. Depleted, <laughs> we depleted the actual pickled jalapenos, you know, three weeks ago, and I'm just holding on to this jar. Yeah. It's like never half let full. go. Never let go. What else do you like? Oh, both um, of you. Both of you participate. I love what gardening. Else? Fine. And I just planted my okra seeds yesterday. Are you? Did you do yes, that? Because I live in the subtropics. You see, Where I'm do not you from live? here, Where do you live? New York. I live in Charleston, suburban oh, West Ashley, South Carolina, oh, right. and and there it's like I'm praying my banana tree will have survived the winter and um it's you know honeysuckle season and we have arugula going gangbusters right now yeah. so, great all know, of this living is the a life all Move of this is down. a break. all you brooklynites are moving down to charleston it's all right disgusting. do you know do you know friend of the podcast robert donovan pork and whiskey uh, I, not personally, no, but I know who you're talking about. All right. Do you Let's ever cross paths with the Southern Charm cast? Never. Never. Almost they live never. in L.A. Says more, says, oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. that's all fictional. They what? They live in L.A.? Yeah. yeah. God damn it. They, sh they get shipped in? Yeah, that's total fiction. Jesus Christ. They're also terrible people. What's so that? I'm glad that you don't know them. It's not even, not even shot in Charleston. What? Yeah. No, it's some soundstage in, in Long Island City or something. What? You're bullshitting. No. <laughs> Are you really can't read you? Are you bullshitting us right now? I don't know because I don't know anything about it. But I'm all, just all we know. I mean, literally, I like can tell you I've never run into any of those people. I haven't seen a single camera there. Um, 
it's you all know, we it's know is that world. when we whenever we do shoot little things in charleston everyone goes everyone Please always no, goes no. like are you southern charm and we're like no no you're like do we look and like, it's like well southern if we charm? were fuck you <laughs> wow you're doing something so right we, we actually have these shirts that say not southern charm smart that's so hilarious smart. what else do you like um i like cambro containers I'm really I'm down I'm totally into Cambro containers you've said it several times and I pretended but I don't know oh my gosh they're amazing they're these um, they're square square plastic plastic, um, food storage containers um, that you can use for liquids you can use for solids you can use for anything and they're they actually are graduated they have measurements on the side and there are many different sizes you know they're huge and they actually small in your fridge because they're square instead of circular I know exactly what you're talking about they fit in your fridge they're amazing they're called Cambro Cambro, I don't yeah. like it. Cambro is a brand name. All right, and it refer- I like it. They make That's other fine. products, We're but, pro brand. but those those containers are the ones. That All right. What else do you like? What else oh. do you like? Whiskers on kittens. Wow. Mm. That felt like a cop out. You almost <laughs> lost. You Fuck you. <laughs> you win. Ding, 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 nice ding, job, ding. Lee Brothers. Uh, Tedley. Yes. Matley. Yes. It is so nice to see you in person. You're a delight. I like your book. Lori, do you want to say something nice? I, I'm having a hard time reading you. I, <laughs> well, I, I don't. It's nice to see you guys again. I, maybe last time I saw you was was our friend's wedding. Do you remember that wedding in the toy building pre Italy? Oh, wow. It was a very we long time ago. The wedding, wedding cake, cake for? Yes. 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 Alexandra Jacobs, yeah. um, who's now at the New York Times, but was at the Observer back then and wrote the Eight Day Week, which was one of the coolest like mm-hmm. regular gigs I ever. Fell but, in love with her before I met her. Just yeah. reading just that the column, day week, right? yeah, it was just an events column, that but it was voice so and that funny. Tone was so yeah. freaking funny and so good. I wish we could bring it back. But I wish we could bring back the Observer. And it, it doesn't even yeah. exist. It's just a zombie nightmare paper yeah. now, right? Yeah. R.I.P. New York Observer. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's great to see you guys. See we you have too. a segment called Thank Sloppy you. Blowjob, but I think maybe we didn't do it this time. Well, you sort of you sort of did a little bit. They had a lot of stories, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, I don't think come we, back our for MO the sloppy is blowjob. to run off. Let's run off. Let's clock, come back. For yeah, that. we'll come back for that. <laughs> I mean, six months is that a good yeah, you know, yeah. inoculation uh, time? Yeah. yeah. No, I think I'll be ready by then. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Okay. We'll be off book tour at that point. Absolutely. No, no, no. We do a full year. Okay, full year. Don't Stadium stop. Tour. You yes. got to make it. We're like, oh, have you read our new book? And people are like, mm, I wasn't that 18 months ago. Yeah, it's new. <laughs> it's it's our newest. Thank you. Uh, when you aren't selling books or writing books or working behind the scenes, people can see you sometimes on TV. Uh, Is that true? Uh, are those old? They're still doing oh reruns of. <laughs> they're uh, still never doing reruns of eats on the Food yeah. Network. Yeah, 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 unique, yeah. We we did unique eats for seven seasons on the Food Network, and they still rebroadcast them. I think half the restaurants mm-hmm. have closed. Mm-hmm. Well, what I like about Unique Eats is how. Uh, if, if people haven't seen the show, it's green screen. You're typically white. There's a white background, and you're talking about how great this one thing is, and you have to be enthusiastic about this one thing that you probably have never even tried. And it's so great because you have to do this whole thing. Let's do haichu. So at the haichu factory, one of the things that they do is they do this really interesting thing with sugar. See, they you, and then you fill it you in. You, right? Were you talent on this show? You know exactly Please, how I this love, goes. I love all the beats. And, we then, were, and then they'll, you can totally tell a producer's like, okay, now why don't we have a fun interchange between the two of 
you. And then the two of you will look at each other and be like, uh-huh. And you'd be like, yeah, like this total agreement. Don't you think yeah. that format we were has, actually, could have life um, if it were given sort of better comedic values and better material and was left less reverential about the food and yes. the, the See, that's what we I mean, were hire better fun. writers. We were constantly struggling it. over our the notion that maybe if we made light of something that the chef would never ask them back to do another thing and oh, it's like oh, come that'd on that be the worst thing in the world um let's um, just have fun i mean cuz we're talking about we, we would have to deliver with a straight face you know and then he brines it for two weeks. Two and, weeks. And it's like, and it's right, like that would be a why couldn't we echoes. say like, oh my God, at the end of this, this better taste the good. Best version this better of this. be the best duck I've ever had because we've murdered it at this point. <laughs> uh, the best version of this type of show is um, world's dumbest on true TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Pretty good. So Pretty good. good. Where you have like pop-up animations. Yeah. Like we could do a really fun show like that. So if there's a producer Are listening. Are you pitching that? Yes, we're pitching All right, that. we have yeah, some food and, network okay, people that you're, listen. And you're and being you but we know, Laurie, as, like, we know you guys know this thing about story beats and stuff. Yeah, he does. we so, sometimes do. Lori, shut up. I'm just along for the ride. I don't so know. There you go. But Lori, you're the master editor in this. Um, don't pretend. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Guys, we yes, I say yes to your pitch. We are in with you and. Yeah, yeah. Make and Danny Meyer is gonna Let's, is gonna underwrite Danny it. Danny yeah. Meyer, thank you so yeah. much for saying yes after that horrible thing that you did. The <laughs> wedding jacket. I mean, ugh, can't even go back to Union Square now. Um, all right, I don't want to keep shitting on Danny Meyer. Uh, is that it? I think so. I think that's it. That's yeah, enough. I gotta go get my kid off What's the your, bus. Yeah. All right, uh, bye, Lee Brothers. Bye. 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 Thanks, y'all. That does it for another episode of Cardface. Lori, rate it. Where was it? Scale of one to five. 500 stars. Wow. 500. Yep, agreed. I don't disagree. 100 five-star ratings. 100 five-star ratings. We have more than that on iTunes. So thank you for everyone who has given us uh, a five-star. Anyone who's given us a four-star. Fuck you. Well, just I... No further questions. (laughs) Come back next week or next time because it won't be next week. Come back next week and listen to old episodes that you love. You should. You should download them. Go look at Lori Wolever on Twitter. Yep. Or Carb Face Pod. Which one? Eh, Great question. Look at both. (laughs) Follow her. Allison Roman does not follow her. She does not. Okay. Why don't you go follow Lori on Twitter? Uh, Quick update Um, Allison has not responded. I can only believe she's in danger Still, yeah. and we need yep. to go save her. Alice and Roman, we are coming to save you. Yep. Bye. Allison. What in the box? I will find you. Is that also from Seven? No, no, no. That's from Last of the Weekends. Oh. Last of the Weekends. I will find you. What if Allison just hears that she's walking down the street and she hears, Allison Roman, I will find you. <laughs> would that be comforting? Now, how would she hear that? Like, through, like a she's, car? She's walking down the street. Okay. She's just okay. walking down the street. She's in Midtown because I don't yeah. go anywhere else in New York. Yeah. Uh, like, maybe she's in Penn Station. <laughs> she's in Penn Station. Mm-hmm. I've just left the bathroom with the weed and the urinals. Yeah. I see her. And she's just walking by to go. She, let's say she's visiting Long Island for mm. a fancy trip out sure. out 
to the ocean. She's she's got her summer bags. Mm -hmm. She's got great sunglasses on. And she's feeling really good about life. Yeah. If I were to shout, Allison Roman, I will find you. She'd probably be like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm right (laughs) here. I'm right here. Why don't you check your verb tenses? Thank you. She'd turn around and say, I don't need to be found. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, Allison, I think, you're right. Let's, I think we got a screenplay. I would watch that. <laughs> Bye. Bye.